0: Hello guys, this is Danish here. It is my first podcast. In this podcast, you will get to know about the interesting facts of 1984 silk riots. To be more precise, the reasons for the rising of the silk riots and the consequences of the silk riots. Is there any political involvement in it? So we don't waste time, let's get started. In 1972 Punjab state elections, Congress won and Akali Dal was defeated. In 1973, Akali Dal put forward the Anandpur Sahib revolution to demand more autonomy to Punjab. It demanded that power be generally developed from the central to state governments, while at the same time, Brindanwale then joined the Akali Dal to launch the Dharman Youth March in 1982 to implement the Anandpur Sahib revolution, Brindanwale had risen to prominence in since Political circle with his policy of getting Anandpur revolution passed. Others demanded an autonomous state in India based on the Anandpur Sahib revolution, as high handed police methods normally used on common criminals were used on protesters during the Dharman Youth March, creating state repression affecting a very large segment of Punjab's population. Retaliatory violence came from the section of the Sikhs population, widening the scope of the conflict by the use of violence of the state on its own people, creating fresh motives for Sikhs youth to turn to insurgency. It's nothing but an act of revolt. While on the other hand, the concept of Khalistan was still vague, even while the complex was fortified under the influence of former Sikh army officials alienated by government actions. In other parts of Punjab, a state of chaos and repressive police methods combined to create a mood of overwhelming anger and resentment in Silk masses against the authorities, making Brindanwale even more popular and demands of independence gain currency even among its moderate and silk intellectuals. Meanwhile, out of 220 deaths during the first 19 months of the Dharman Marche protest, 190 had been 6. By 1983, the situation in Punjab was volatile. In October, Sikh Milton stopped a bus and shot six Hindu passengers. On the same day, another group killed two officials on a train. The Congress led central government dismissed the Punjab state government, led by their party, invoking the president's rule. During the five months before the Operation Blue Star, from 1st January to 3rd January 1984, 298 people were killed in a violent incident across Punjab. In this five days preceding the operation, 48 people were killed by violence. According to government estimates, the number of civilians, police and the militants killed was 27 in 1981, 22 in 1982 and 99 in 1983. By June 1984, the total number of deaths was 14 in violent incidents and riots while 1,180 people were injured. Meanwhile, Sikh's political Party Akali Dals then-President Hutchet Singh had invited militant religious leader Jarnail Singh Brindanwale to take up the residence inside the Golden Temple complex in Amritsar. Later, Brindanwale made the scared complex an armory and Headquarters of Khalistani militants in the violent events leading up to Operation Blue Star ordered by Indra Gandhi The militants supported by Brindanwale had killed 165 Hindus in India Operation Blue Star was a military operation carried out between June 1 to June 8 in 1984 To flesh out Brindanwale and other armed militants from the Golden Temple complex In the operation Brindanwale died and other militants were removed from the Golden Temple the golden temple was full of blood. The military reaction was criticized by Sikhs worldwide who had interpreted it is an assault on the Sikhs religion. Four months after the operation, on 31st October 1984, Indira Gandhi was assassinated in Vegas by her two Sikhs bodyguards, Satwant Singh and Ben Singh. One of the assassins was fatally shot by Gandhi's other bodyguards while the other was convicted of Gandhi's murder and then executed. Public outcry over Gandhi's death led to killings of six in the ensuing of 1984 silk riots. This was the first phase of 1984 silk riots. In first phase, we all got to know how the 1984 silk riots had taken place. Now, I am going to tell about the main phase of 1984 Silk Riots by sharing one of the incidents happened in 1984 Silk Riots which was told by Amjad Singh Swalias in his, one of his interviews. So before going to it, I am going to imagine myself as Amjad Singh Swalias. So let's get started. I lived through the Silk Riots and 30 years later, I am not ready to forgive or forget. Thirty years ago, when the violence broke out on the street of my town, I was all of thirty married. We lived in a joint family with my parents, three brothers, their wives and their children. Three years earlier, the year my daughter was born, I had felt the need to stand up on my feet and I had opened a shop of automobile spare near to my home. The whole of the town is no bigger than a Delhi neighborhood, like much of smaller town India. It has a fair share of different communities one hospital two film theaters and a handful of schools i clearly remember it was a saturday it was around four in the evening one india pakistan cricket match had been abruptly cancelled midway and people humbled around their radios began spreading the message the bbc said indira gandhi was assassinated this morning not until 40 50, when the morning Urdu news report was transmitted via All India Radio. Did we know that it wasn't a rumor, the Prime Minister had been murdered. It was the last day of Shat Puja, So I was expecting one of my Hindu friends to visit me. My friend name is Ashok. Ashok come every year to give me a holy prasad. A couple of hours had passed by and though people were in a state of shock, everything seems pretty much like any other day. The market was closing down and people were returning to their families. When Ashok arrived, I was preparing to leave, don't go home tonight, it's not safe, Ashok told me. A medical shop close to the hospital run by a Sikh had apparently been looted. Another Sikh who was a laundry man had been attacked. Who did it? I asked. Ashok replied, I didn't know. I again asked what was going to happen and Ashok replied, I couldn't tell. I was somewhat panicked. A couple of my Hindu friends got together and suggested me to stay the night with my friend Kamlesh who lived right across the street from my shop instead of returning home to my family, I conceded. The next morning, mayhem broke out. As I peeked through the windows of my friend's house, I saw a mob of some 600 people break into the wooden door of my shop and loot it. They carried rods and kerosene. The inhumanity was frightening. Some people who I would often sip tea with the evenings were right there in front of my eyes, devastating my livelihood. My brother's shop next door was looted and set aflame. Later that day, my friend Kamlesh received a threatening phone call. People were saying that he had a hit a sick in his house. Kamlesh neighbor, a fearless Hindu, offered to help the same night at 11. I removed my turban and opened my door cover myself in a white sheet and moved over to his neighbor's home. Sikhs covered their hair out of respect for God's creation. This is our identity. As Sikhs, it was no less than demeaning to be forced in a situation to let it down. On November 2nd, a curfew was declared. The looting, the killing nonetheless continued. Another day passed. The army arrived. On November 4th, the curfew ended. But the army men stayed on several days afterward. After four days, I returned home with the sack. My family and mother, who had little hopes and see me again, cried and cried, as they would for many days to come. There were several mob attacks on my home during the course of these four days. But our long-time neighbors, a joint family of Rajput, just like ours, saved us. Sick men were beaten, stabbed, doused with kerosene and burned to death my mobs. At least 50,000 were displaced. In some areas, mobs carried iron rods, knives, clubs and combustible materials including kerosene and petrol. They entered silk neighbourhoods, killing silks indiscriminately and destroying shops and houses. Armed mobs stopped buses and trains in a near Delhi, pulling off silk passengers and burned them alive. Others were dragged from their homes and hacked to death. Silk women were repeatedly gang-raped and sick also had acid thrown on them. 30 years have passed, but the memory of their odds doesn't fail me. In some ways I have put it behind and moved on, in some ways I have not. I still feel vulnerable to be living among many of those people. The pain, the trauma, the betrayal of the government and the mistrust in justice, this cannot be taken away from me. It isn't easy to forget and so I never will. By this, we got to know the main phase of 1984 Silk Royals. After knowing this, we all can feel the pain of the victims and the sufferings of them. So, for this, how the government acted and did the government made justice to the Silk Riots, We get to know now. A few days after the massacre, Many surviving silk youths in Delhi had joined or created silk military groups. This led to more violence in Punjab, including the assassination of several senior congress party members. The Khalistan Commander Force and Khalistan Liberation Force claimed responsibility for the retaliation and an underground network was established. In the first-ever case of capital punishment in the 1984 anti-silk riots case death sentence was awarded to Rajpal Singh convicted for murdering two persons, 24-year-old Hardev Singh and 26-year-old Arthwa Singh in Manipal area of Delhi on November 1, 1984. Additional census judge Ajay Pandya pronounced the judgment on 20th November, 34 years after the crime was committed. The second convict in the case, Naresh Sarwat, was awa- awarded life imprisonment. The court considered the failing health of 68 years serveth while giving him a lighter sentence. The convention followed a complaint by the descendant Hartwig Singh, eldest brother Sankot Singh. Though a FIR was filled on the same day of the crime, nothing came of the case as a Congress leader J.P. Singh, who led the mob, was acquitted in the case. A fresh FIR was filled on 29th April 1993. Following recommendations of the Rangas Commission of inquiry, the police closed the matter as untraced despite witness testimonies of the deceased four brothers who were witnessed to the crime. The case was reopened by the Special Investigation Team, constituted by BJP-led NDA government on 12th February 2015. The SIT completed the investigation in record time. The first time, convention resulting in the formation of the SIT came. On 15th November 2018, by convention of Nare Sirarat and Eshpal Singh, subsequently one of the first high profile convention of Sarjan Kumar by Delhi High Court, who was earlier acquitted by the lower court on 17th December 2018. The impacts on legacy we go to see now. On 12th August 2005, Manmohan Singh, of all this, the Lok Sabha for the riots. The riots are cited as the reason to support the cre- creation of the Silk homeland in India, often called Khalistan. Many Indians of different religions made significant efforts to hide and help Sikh families during the routing. The Silk Jatinder of Akal Tak declared the events following the death of Indra Gandhi, a Silk genocide, replacing anti-Sikh riots widely used by Indian government. The media and writers on 15th July 2010 the decisions came after after a similar motion was weighed in the Canadian Parliament by a silk MP. All through, several political parties and government have promised compensation for the families of the victim, and compensation has not been yet paid. On 16th April 2015, Assembly Concurrent Revolution 34 ACR 34 was passed by a California State Assembly, co ordered by Sanskrit Assembly members Jim Cooper Kevin M. Sauthi government for participating in and failing the prevention of killing. The assembly called the killings a genocide and it resulted in the international destruction of many silk families, communities, homes and businesses. In April 2017, the legislature passed a motto commanding the anti-silk riots as genocide. The Indian government lobbied against the motion and condemned it upon its adoptions. In February 2018, American state country passed a bill stating 30 November of each year to be Silk Genocide Remembrance Day to remember the lives lost on 30 November 1984 during the Silk Genocide. At last, on 15th January 2017, the Wall of Thru was incorporated in Delhi, New Delhi as a memorial for the silks killed during the 1984 riots. So, by now, I am completed the 1984 Silk riots. By end of this y'all got to know many interesting facts about the 1984 silk riots, how it started and the consequences of it. So I think y'all people liked it. So by next time I'll bring the another historic moment like this, goodbye.